How often are you actually asking yourself, how do I feel right now? Do I feel balanced? What do I need right now? That's an even better question. What do I need right now to feel balanced? Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy you're here with me today, and I'm really excited for today's episode. I know I say that every single time I get on this mic, but it's always true. I'm always very excited for the podcast and to talk to you guys, and I was just sitting here thinking about, okay, what do I want next podcast topic to be? What what do I have to say this week? And I thought to myself, okay, well, Let's go back to the roots. What is this business about? And as I've told you guys several times over the last, you know, five months, my word of the year is balance. I've been really working hard to find the right balance for myself between my life and my business. And within my life, I've been trying to find balance between me, me and my friends, me and my boyfriend, and just so many things that we balance daily in our personal lives and in our careers, whether you're an entrepreneur or a nine to fiver however you work, whether it's corporate, whatever you do, we're always seeking ways to balance things out, right? Whenever we feel unhappy, whenever we feel like things aren't even or aren't working for us, we're questioning how we can make adjustments, where we can make adjustments and what will work for us in the future so that we can be happier. I wanted to talk to you guys about this balance. I was like, okay, well, this is this is a good topic for me to hit because I'm still in a space where I'm actively working to find that balance. And that's probably something the majority of us will work on, you know, for the rest of our lives. But there are ways that I have found that do help me find balance, especially in a day-to-day thinking and in a day-to-day process, day-to-day schedule that lets me find the right balance between what I need, what I want, what I desire, and what I don't want to do. And I wanted to share a couple of these tips with you guys because I think that balance is something that is probably unattainable. I don't want to say that we can just achieve this finite balance and then that balance will last for the rest of our lives. Obviously, I don't think that's possible. Um, And I don't think that there are people in this world that have achieved that. But I do think that there are ways that we can kind of check in with ourselves, ask ourselves the right questions. There are really good questions and deep philosophical, spiritual questions that we can be asking ourselves that let us know where there might be an imbalance, where where we might need to make adjustments. And I think that that can be really helpful to our day-to-day life because without asking these tougher, more deeper questions, I think we go from moment to moment and day to day, noticing an imbalance, but not really doing anything about it. So I wrote down a couple questions and I'm going to elaborate on all of them, but I was really excited to record this podcast because I feel like this is really getting back to my roots of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. I've been listening, you know, somewhat recently, I've been listening to some of the more OG episodes of this podcast 
you know, like habits and routines. Really, it's funny because that's where I started with LaRue. I started LaRue as a sort of lifestyle blog. That's pretty much kind of what I was working with. And now I just, I can't even believe how and where the business has transformed. So it's really fun to be going kind of back to that root topic of habits and routines because I was, I was sitting here thinking, okay, well, what is the business about? And we are about a one-stop shop for women entrepreneurs. And you can come here to get everything you need, whether it's business coaching, whether it's business branding, marketing, and website design, or whether it's lifestyle coaching that centers on finding a balance between your life and your business. And if I'm coaching on that, obviously it's something I'm working on too. And as I've always advocated specifically to clients, I think, is that the best coaches have their own coaches. The best coaches follow coaches and are always working on themselves, whether it's you know, a lifestyle coach, a business coach, a, um, whatever kind of coaching you do or you work with, these the best coaches in the industry will always have their own coaches. And I've found so much value in kind of coaching myself through a lot of things as well when I don't have the accessibility to my own coaches. Obviously, immediately, like if I have all these random questions during the day, I'm not going to be bombarding these people with text, right? So, this is the advice that I've gotten from coaches that I've given to my clients that I've given to myself. And I've found a lot of value in it because balance, like I said, isn't exactly something that we can attain tomorrow. And I don't think it's something we can truly attain and keep forever. We live in a world with free will. We live in a world where so many people have so much effect on us daily. We're not always in control. And because of that, we can't truly find balance and keep it forever. But there are certain ways we can go about making really strong adjustments to our lives and to our mindsets that lets us seek balance on a day-to-day basis. So the first thing I want to talk about is essentially kind of that, which is daily or even moment to moment. Now, I'm not saying like one minute and then 10 minutes passes and then you're doing it again. I'm saying moment to moment as in, okay, I've finished work for the day and now I'm going into my like decompress mode or I just had a nice dinner and now I'm going home or, you know, whatever it is kind of as moments are transitioning or if you want to just do this day to day. Maybe even setting a reminder on your phone would be helpful at a certain time of the day where you know you kind of hit a lull. Our moment-to-moment or day-to-day check-ins. How often are you actually asking yourself, and when I say you, of course I'm including myself in this, the general objective, us and you. How often are you actually asking yourself, how do I feel right now? Do I feel balanced? What do I need right now? That's an even better question. What do I need right now to feel balanced? Or if you want to do sort of a reversal of that, You can ask yourself, what isn't working right now? Why do I feel uncomfortable? Why do I feel imbalanced right now? What's not working in my current environment, in my current space? What energy do you need to leave? What energy do you need to work on, tap on, so that you can feel more balanced? Because the reality is, we're probably always feeling some sort of imbalance, whether it's in our mindset, in our bodies. And this can be something as as simple as, God, I'm so hungry, I need to eat, but I just don't have time right now, or I'm about to walk into a meeting, or whatever it is, or maybe you're ordering food at lunch, but you're waiting for your food. Hunger is an imbalance, right? Tiredness, exhaustion, that's an imbalance. All of those things are imbalances. However, there are so many ways we can check in with ourselves and ask, or find out or figure out intuitively where you might be out of balance and what you can do for yourself right in the moment. 
day-to-day check-ins I think are such a simple tactic to implement to improve your mindset so much more on again that day-to-day basis so I think what I'm gonna do and I encourage you to do this as well is set a reminder on your phone try and maybe take like a week-long inventory and see what time of day is kind of a lull period where you're like oh my god I wish the workday was over like for example for me around like two o'clock I was feeling so out of it I'm like oh my god it's only two I have so much more work to do and I really just wanted to sit on the couch but then I couldn't because I had a client call and it went so well that it really just gave me like the spark of motivation I needed to get through the rest of my day so for me I would say around two o'clock is kind of where I hit like a dead a dead moment a dead drop where I'm just like okay I have no more energy to spend for the day so maybe set a reminder on your phone asking yourself what can I do for myself right now that will feel balancing or give me momentum whatever the word needs to be for you it doesn't even need to be about balance but maybe it's about you know asking yourself is what I'm doing right now feeling good do I feel good right now do I feel like I need something right now Ask yourself, give yourself a moment in the day to breathe and set a reminder in your phone that literally asks you, what do you need right now? And use your name, address it to you, address it as if it was your best friend texting you or you checking in with your best friend. And then give yourself a moment to actually think like, hmm, what do I need right now? Do I need some water? Do I need to walk away from my desk for five minutes and you know, take a little breather. Do I need to go for a walk? Do I need to go fold the laundry? Maybe it's even like a little reminder of you were doing something earlier and you forgot about it. So now, oh shit. Yeah. My laundry has been sitting in the dryer for three hours. Let me go fold it quick and just take a little break from what I'm doing. It's really easy to insert space for balance when you're thinking about it. But so many of us, especially nowadays with social media and technology and just the hustle culture in general, It's so easy to forget to ask yourself what you need or forget that you do need things and you're not giving them to yourself. You know, we see like I've I've seen so many TikToks and comments and just like these offhanded remarks of it's so easy to get so caught up in the workday that it's like, oh, God, it's four o'clock and I haven't eaten anything today. That is so unhealthy. That is so bad for you. Where are you fueling your body? Right. So I think in some way we all do some variation of that. For me, it's definitely water. I'm like, oh God, I haven't had water today and it's three o'clock. Or what I do a lot too is I work out in the mornings typically and I'll drink all my water in the morning. I go through like a big gallon thing in the morning and then I won't drink any for the rest of the day until I get into bed. So for me, it's like, oh, my body could probably benefit from some water right now. So even setting that reminder to just check in with yourself what does your body need what can cause what can be cause for balance right now I think it's going to be really beneficial to us just slowing down the day just giving yourself a moment to breathe we are all so busy our lives are so chaotic and that could be a good thing I love the busy you guys know this and I'm fine with it but sometimes I'm not always giving my body what it needs or my mindset or my mental health or my emotional health what it needs to feel balanced right now. Right before my client call, I took a little 10 minute break on the couch. I got on the call and that gave me a lot of momentum to get through the rest of the day, which feels really good. So sometimes just asking yourself, doing those moment to moment check-ins will really be beneficial to finding that balance. Another thing I think we can do, which is all all of all of these suggestions are all on a similar boat of these daily check-ins. 
But I think an interesting question to ask yourself that I think we ask ourselves the reversal of a lot is what are you doing that you don't need to be doing or you just don't want to be doing? Let me elaborate on this because I think once you realize what I'm saying, a light bulb is definitely going to go off in your head of, oh yeah, I know exactly what this is for me, but I just never stopped doing it because I think I need to be doing it. So we all live in the era of influencer culture. (laughs) And while being influenced is a fun thing or being an influencer is a fun thing, right? We all influence people in our lives. Everyone is an influencer. While it's great to have influence and be attracted to certain things that people do, I feel like a downfall to influencer culture is that we think that we're never doing enough, which I've talked to you guys about this before. There have been moments in my life where I have been really befallen to that thought, thinking I am never doing enough, even though my schedule is jam-packed. I have my habits. I have my routines. I have my friends. And it can be very, it can be a very overwhelming feeling to think you're not doing enough. And so when we get on TikTok or we get on Instagram and we start scrolling and we see people, you know, with these beautiful aesthetic videos of I woke up at 4 a.m. and started my day and I got ready and I went to the gym and I showered and I had a healthy breakfast and I had my matcha and I had my coffee and I cleaned my whole house all before 9 (laughs) a.m. You're like, Jesus Christ, I am not doing enough, right? So... My question of what are you doing that you don't need slash want to be doing is take an inventory. I I encourage you to do this. Take a little breather when it's quiet, when you have some time to put your phone to the side. Do pen to paper. Take an inventory of what you're doing daily. What are your habits? What are your routines? And what of those habits and routines do you hate doing? Is there something in your daily schedule that you're doing purely out of influence because you think you need to be doing it for the aesthetic of it? That is such a intrinsic question because there are things in my own life, even as someone who's very spiritually in touch, even as someone who is very, very self-aware and does this daily with clients, I've seen where I do things that I just simply don't need to be doing them, but I'm doing them simply out of influence and aesthetic reasons. So I encourage you to ask yourself, what are you doing that you don't want to be doing? If you don't want to be going to spin class or Pilates, why the hell are you going to Pilates? Why are you forcing yourself to go to yoga or workout when you like other forms of movement? Maybe you like going for a walk, but you think you're not doing enough and you're throwing in workouts that you hate and now you're paying for them. Or what are you doing... What habits and routines are you doing that you hate doing? I actually know someone, I remember thinking this was so hilarious when I was in college. I was an English major and I had a friend of mine who I went to school with and she was not an English major. I was reading a book and she asked me if it was for a class and I said, no, this is for pleasure. And she's like, you have time to read for pleasure. And I was like, oh God, yeah, I read like, you know, at that point I was reading an ungodly amount because it was all I was doing. Um, maybe like two or three books a week. I would say, let's go with two. I was reading like a book for pleasure a week and then a school book for the week or whatever my schedule kind of required. And I was like, no, I'm reading for pleasure. And I had class in a little bit. And she, she looked at me dead in the face with such a deadpan voice. It was so funny. I remember bursting into tears. I was laughing so hard. She said to me, 
there is there is never a time I have wanted to pick up a book and actually just sit down and read. I find it so boring. And she says this to someone who loves reading, is an English major, like has set her, you know, at that time, has set her career on a path of literally just reading books for a living because I wanted to go into publishing. And I, I just, we, we, we stared at each other in a moment of silence and then just both died of laughter because one, I was so, I thought it was just so funny that she felt so comfortable to say something like that to me because she, her and I had such a good friendship that we knew it wasn't her insulting like my career or, or desire to read. It just wasn't something we had in common. So if you are someone who's reading because you think you need to be doing it for the aesthetic of it, I can, I'm giving you permission to stop reading. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing because she's just like, no, no, it's just not for me. And I was like, you know what? It's not for everybody. That's like if, if influencer culture had this, had this era of, I don't know, knitting started taking off and everyone was knitting. I promise you there, there is no way in hell I will be picking up knitting needles or something that also I have like had a fun conversation with is adult coloring. I find it very therapeutic. I love doing things where I can really let, just let my mind rest. It's hard for me to think about any sort of stressors while I'm coloring because I'm actively thinking about the coloring, but it's not like it's tough thinking. It's not like it's, I, I'm, it's not like I'm doing algebra. So my mind is at ease, but it's just a little too busy to be thinking about whatever could be stressing me, but maybe coloring isn't for you or maybe reading isn't for you. So long story short, funny, funny tidbit to say is that I encourage you to take an inventory of the things you're doing in your daily life and ask yourself, is this something I really want to be doing? Is this something that's really benefiting me and my mindset and my body? Not what influencer culture tells you to do. Not what your best friend does. Not what your mom does. Not what your boyfriend or your significant other does. Take inventory of what you're doing and ask yourself, is this benefiting me? Because I promise you, you will probably come across one, maybe two, maybe three things that you do in your life even if it's not every day maybe you do it weekly or monthly or whatever but you're like wow I have absolutely no idea why I'm doing this or why I'm spending money on this or why I think I need to be doing this because I don't actually like it right we see those funny movies like a good thing to equate this to is a lot of you know movies that I grew up on at least where there's like the stereotypical high school kid who's Parents have this road set out for them. They're going to be a doctor. They're going to be a lawyer and they're going to go to Harvard or they're going to go to Yale or whatever it is. And they're like, no, I want to go to UCLA and study art. Like that's, that's the vibe. That's what I want to do. <laughs> so what parental influence, what influence do you have in your life that is telling you, you need to be doing something, but you want to be doing something else. And then a good thought or a good question of reversal to that is what are you not doing that you want to be doing? Do you want to be doing adult coloring? Do you want to be going to workout classes? Do you want to be waking up early? What are you doing that you haven't yet implemented? And then this is where you can get into another more very philosophical questioning of, okay, well, I want to be doing this, but why haven't you yet? There's always a subconscious block, a subconscious reasoning as to why you want to be doing something, but you haven't yet implemented it into your life. So if you're someone, a good, a great example of this is the waking up early. If you're someone who, let's say, wakes up at 730 and you want to be waking up at 6 or 630 or even, you know, 7, and you just want to get a little bit of extra time to yourself in the morning to decompress, go without your phone, have some coffee, just 
even if it's just enjoying your coffee for an extra 15 minutes. Ask yourself why you haven't been able to, one, break the original habit of the time you've been waking up at, and two, implement the new habit of whatever time you want to be waking up at. So ask yourself, what are you not doing that you want to be? What are you not doing that you think will benefit your life? And again, going back to the influencer culture of things, it's very easy to think you need to implement all of these habits and routines purely out of influence. But if you're not excited about these things, if the reason you're not being able to implement things is because you're not actually excited about them, it's because you're allowing influencer culture, and again, totally myself included, been there, done that. I'm sure I'll do it again. It's because we're allowing influencer culture to influence us just a little bit too much. Videos, influencers, people, podcasts, whatever it is, are telling us we need to be waking up at 6 a.m. And I constantly think I'm not waking up early enough, but I wake up at 6.30 every day. That's plenty early. I get plenty done during the day and I have a nice morning to myself. I, I do my routine that works for me that I love And, you know, a great example of this actually is I've been really diligently tracking my habits and my routines since the new year started and since I've been doing this goal challenge with you guys, which next week will be the June update. And I might talk about this more in the June update because we're reaching about the half year mark and there are certain things that I still haven't been able to implement into my routine. And I think a really great question for me to actually sit with is the things that I haven't been able to implement, have I not been able to do it purely because I just don't want to be doing them every day? Now, one of those things is even hard for me to admit on here, but it's actually meditation because I do feel like I need that spiritual connection daily. A big fear I have right now about my business and about just my life in general is that My business is getting too far into like I'm doing so much branding work and so much of the website design work, which is so much fun and I love it and I'm so good at it and it's great, but I feel like I'm getting too far into a businessy business, if that makes sense. Like I have a fear of losing the spirituality connection, the wellness connection, the lifestyle connection of my business. And just becoming a graphic design firm because that's not what I want. That's not the career path I see for myself, which I told you guys. And I believe it was the April update when I shared like my very big goals and long term goals for LaRue. So I don't think I'm being too much influenced to do meditation. I think it's just about again, let's round back out to the word balance. I need to continue finding that that wellness balance and that spiritual balance with my business balance because I originally started this whole career, this whole intentional living chapter of my life solely based on wellness and intentionality and spirituality and and, and developing the self-awareness that I have. So the question I need to be asking myself, I think, would be, why am I not implementing that balance? Why am I not finding that day-to-day balance? And I think it's because... I frequently think and remind myself and tell myself that I'm not doing enough work, that I'm not working hard enough during the day. And so I'm dedicating my day to my work and my clients and not leaving enough room for me to breathe, not leaving enough room for me to 
do the things that feel intentional, that feel that feel spiritual and feel like a wellness journey to me. So that's where I'm feeling stuck. That's where I'm feeling out of balance. And then I think that leads me into my last point that you can ask yourself for the last, you know, philosophical question that you can implement daily. Maybe put these three questions or four-ish questions in your in your phone. Do like sporadic reminders. So maybe one goes off every, you know, Wednesday and Monday or Friday and Tuesday or whatever it is. And so maybe you're just reminding yourself thoroughly during the week if you're in balance or out of balance, right? I think that's what we're trying to get at. (laughs) The last question I encourage you to ponder, if you will, is really related and kind of rounding out to everything I've already said, which is how are your habits and routines actually serving you? This is something I ask my clients a lot as well and definitely ask myself a lot is when you're feeling like your habits and routines are becoming too much work or you're just like dreading doing them, Sit down and ask yourself how they're actually serving you. If you know you feel better after completing your morning routine, but you're dreading waking up early and doing it, remind yourself of all the ways your morning routine will benefit you throughout the day. I think we can get really caught up in the habitual act of habits that if you if you get to a really busy day or you're just in a lull period and it feels like too much work, the best thing you can do is Obviously, I'm going to tell you to power through, but the the best thing you can do as far as mindset and changing your mindset around a habit that feels like too much work is reminding yourself of all the benefits of the habit. If this is a habit or a routine that you've implemented because you know for a fact it benefits you, but you're reaching a space where it feels like too much work, de-influence the habit. De-influence what you're doing So again, going back to the influencer culture of like, I'm not doing this for the aesthetics of it. Why are you doing it? Is it because you feel good and you have more endorphins in your mind and and you're more prepared for your day after you do your morning routine? Ask yourself how your habits and routines are serving you and remind yourself of the emotional benefits and the mindset benefits to completing said habits and routines. These are all really powerful ways and really, I want to say minimal ways. I'm not asking a lot here. I don't think this is a lot of work and I don't think this is very taxing to our minds and our bodies to just take a few minutes out of the day, whether it's asking all four of these questions or, you know, one question a day, ask yourself, am I balanced right now? How am I out of balance? What do I need right now? So to recap on all of those questions, you can, again, I encourage you to like maybe do reminders, one one reminder a day, but then separating the questions. So, you know, getting through the questions throughout the week. Do your daily moment to moment check-ins. How do I feel right now? What feels imbalanced and what feels out of balance right now? What am I doing that I don't really feel like doing? Or the reversal of that being, what are you not doing that you want to be doing? And how are my habits and routines serving me today? I encourage you to start asking yourself these questions. And this is a really good way, I think, for me as well, I'm definitely going to be implementing these, to re-implement some very good like philosophical wellness questions. This is a really great way for us to connect intentionally. Ha ha ha. This is a really great way for us to connect intentionally to our intentional lives and our intentional 
practices and habits and routines. And this is a really good way for us to very intentionally remind ourselves of what is and isn't working right now. I'm not telling you to, you know, redo your habits and routines and redo your lifestyle and implement all this new stuff. Just practice daily wellness check-ins that remind you or ask you to take a little inventory of what's working right now and what isn't. I really think this is going to be beneficial to our daily mindset because if you notice something isn't working but you're not addressing it, there's a there's a block there. There's a reason why you're not addressing it. And these questions will kind of poke and prod at that neural pathway you've built out to block it and start deconstructing it. So that way in a month or so, when you're asking yourself, oh, what feels out of balance today? You're not so triggered to address perhaps a, a much larger imbalance in your life. An example of that would be maybe you're realizing a friendship relationship is kind of really starting to fall apart and you haven't been able to address it. You didn't want to address it. But maybe that imbalance you're feeling you can you're ready to address after you've been asking yourself these deep questions for a while and you're ready to have that tough conversation maybe that's needed. And then once you if it's, you know, a situation you need to walk away from or whatever, once you find that resolution that your your body, your mind, your soul, your emotions are seeking, you'll feel far more balanced, right? So we're all going to start asking ourselves these questions each day. I'm really excited about this. I think this is going to be super beneficial to our mind, our bodies, and our souls. And I feel like this was such a good, like, going back to the roots of LaRue podcast. This feels like an OG topic. This feels like an OG podcast I would have recorded when I started the podcast, which was ages ago now. So we are on episode 96. I can't believe it. I'm going to have to think of something good for episode 100. But as always, you guys know the spiel. If you have any requested podcast topic ideas, uh, please reach out to me via Instagram. I do want to encourage you, if you love the LaRue podcast, if you love the Do The Damn Thing podcast, please leave a positive review. It means so much to me. And you know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.